everybody. This is my third episode on the Love Fiercely podcast, and I just wanted to share some thoughts with you that I had the other day. I was talking to my husband, Cole, and we were talking about things that are insignificant and things that are significant. And I think oftentimes in life, we don't realize that we're focusing on insignificant things, and it actually makes us miss out on what is significant in our life and what's happening around us that's significant. And you know, things happen, people say things, people do things, things don't always go the way that we planned or want them to. And we get to really decide what it is that's most important to us and what's not gonna be important to us. And at the end of the day, you have to decide what's most important to you. It's not enough just because something is pulling for your attention to think, well, that's important because it's probably not gonna matter for very long. Usually the loudest voices or the loudest things that happen in our life, they aren't actually the things that we should be focusing on the most. And often we spend too much time and energy focusing on things that aren't gonna matter for very long. And these kinds of problems can actually take us away from the most important things because in the moment, while they feel significant, for instance, if we have a car accident or if a friendship doesn't work out or if you get in an argument with somebody, in the big picture of your life, they can be pretty insignificant. Have you ever like suddenly stopped yourself after realizing that you've been dwelling on something insignificant for way too long? I don't know about you, but for me, I often focus on on insignificant things and it can be pretty frustrating because what I've been realizing is I'm giving my power to little things and I'm giving over my authority to things that might bother me like if a stranger seems upset with me or if a driver cuts me off in the road or if someone you know doesn't get back to me or they respond to me in a way that I don't want them to you know I'm choosing to actually be unproductive by focusing on something that's not going to move me forward because thinking isn't just some activity we have it's actually manifest into a state of being or you know our actions come from our thoughts so if we're thinking about insignificant things we're going to respond in in ways that are going to be insignificant and don't actually move us towards the things that we want in life now the thing that i'm learning more and more in my life is you can't control your emotions but you can control your thinking you can control what you act on and we spend way too much time focusing our attention on things that don't really matter and Joel Osteen actually said, become a professional ignorer. Respect those who are not good to you, but don't waste your time trying to please them. Don't waste one ounce of your energy, just ignore them. Because where your awareness goes, your energy is going to go and your actions are going to go. <clears throat> and so when I'm, when I'm thinking about that quote, I'm thinking about how so often we make things into life-altering, life-changing directions or choices because someone was rude to us or someone rejected us or someone didn't respond the way we want them to respond or, or this happened or that happened that are even out of our control. And we focus most of our life on the things that are out of our control and what that does is that sidetracks what we can control. And you know, I was looking up the definition of insignificant and it means too small or unimportant to be worth consideration. And I think that's kind of like a great definition because if you really look at the things a lot of times that we focus on, they're too small or unimportant to be worth our consideration and yet they flare up our emotions so we think that they are significant. And you know, the definition of significant is actually sufficiently great or important 
to be worthy of attention or noteworthy. And I don't know about you, but I want the things in my life that are actually going to grow me, move me forward, make me better. Um, the things that actually are going to matter like 10 years from now, five years from now, five minutes from now, I want those things to be the things I focus my thoughts and my energy on. And you know, in Romans five or Romans eight, five, it says, look at it like this. People whose lives are determined by human flesh focus their minds on matters to do with the flesh. But people whose lives are determined by the spirit focus their minds on matters to do with the spirit. And I don't know if you've ever read that scripture in the NTE version, but that's what that is. And it really challenged me because whenever your life is determined by the flesh or by your human focus, you're going to look at those things. But whenever your life is determined or focused on things of the spirit, that's what you're going to make important. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be somebody who is focused on the fleshly things or the earthly things or the things that are going to pass away or that don't really matter. I want to be a person that is eternally minded, that is focused on what actually matters. And I wanted to talk to you about a story really quick in the Bible that we're all really familiar of. Um, it's about David and Goliath. You know, Goliath was a giant man. He was a great Philistine warrior and David was a shepherd. He was not a warrior. I would say he had a warrior's heart, but he didn't have a warrior's build. <laughs> and David's brothers were actually fighting in Israel with the army at that time. And David's father, Jesse, had sent David with supplies to go and feed his brothers and go give them more supplies. And when David got there, he saw Goliath challenging and taunting the Israelites. And David was outraged. And he was saying, how come nobody is taking care of this guy? And in Samuel, 1 Samuel 17, 28 through 32, we find an interesting exchange. It says, now Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men and Eliab's anger burned against David. And he said, why have you come down? And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness with? I know your insolence and the wickedness of your heart, for you have come down in order to see the battle. But David said, what have I done now? Was it not just a question? Then he turned away from him to another and said the same thing. And the people answered the same thing as before. So David shows up and he asks why no one has taken Goliath out. His brother accuses him of being nosy and a brat, basically, and trying to come down and see this battle that's happening. But he's not a warrior, so his brothers are thinking, you're just coming down here to tell us what we're doing wrong. Like, why are you even here? And rather than getting into the argument with his brother, David turns and he, it actually says in the scriptures, he turned away from him. So he turned away from his brother. And we can actually learn something from this. So what's important about this scripture? Because we know about David, but a lot of times we don't think about this passage. And what was important about this scripture is that David didn't get caught up in his brother's insignificant accusations. He was focused on the giant. David decided that getting rid of Goliath was more important than an argument. David didn't waste his time trying to convince his brother that Jesse sent him. David did not try to convince his brother that he could defeat, defeat Goliath. David did not try to make his brother believe that he was a good person. <laughs> David turned away from him in the argument because the argument was insignificant. And given the dire circumstances, he decided, hey, it's more important to take care of the giant than it is to argue with you because that's not going to get me anywhere. And something that I'm learning and that I really want to get better at, and maybe this will encourage you today because I think we all struggle with this, is if you waste your energy on insignificant things, you will be too worn out to face the giant. 
If we're so focused on arguments or daily issues, you're not gonna see what's right in front of you. You're gonna be focused on how this little thing bothered you and this little thing didn't go right and how dare they say that and how dare they do that. And think about the last few arguments you even had. How about the last few times that you were really worried or felt out of control? Examine the last few times that you even got angry. Were the circumstances worth it? In all circumstances, I think that it's really critical to recognize what's really important. So consider this with me. If you will not care about the relatively short periods of time that are probably insignificant, you can actually focus on what is most important in the long term. So we have a few reasons why insignificant things distract us. I mean, I think we tend to focus on insignificant things for two reasons. First, we want control of things. And second, we wanna be important. Sometimes both reasons cause this issue at the same time. David avoided this insignificant argument that could have occurred. And I wonder why you know, he actually focused that way. But I also wonder what would have happened if David engaged in this brotherly fight. It may have very well ended in their death. It may have ended up that it would have separated them. It may have ended up that they would have distracted from the battle even longer. What a better time for a warrior to attack than when the enemy of soldiers are fighting among themselves? What if Goliath would have attacked at that point? What if the, the enemy against the Israelites would have attacked because there were arguments? David concerned himself with a truly important matter, which was Goliath, the giant. And I think so many times the enemy tries to distract us and attack us with insignificant things and we're focused on the wrong things and that's the exact time he comes in and he he thinks we're distracted so he can attack us and he can mess with us and he can get us focused off of what's really important. You know, whenever I begin to get frustrated, stressed or anxious or angry, I have to ask myself, what's really important? I wanna encourage you just like I'm encouraging myself. Don't waste your energy on things that are going to soon fade into nothing. Save your energy for the giant. You know, I think part of the biggest mistake that a lot of us make uh, in this focusing on insignificant things is we don't practice mindfulness. I think the single most or the single largest mistake that a lot of us can make is how we start the day. Now think about it with me for a second. How do you start your day? Do you immediately roll over and start checking your email or get on your phone on an app? Because according to the Stanford psychologist, Emma, Sepeya, author of The Happiness Track, she says, by constantly engaging our stress response when we check our phones, we ironically are impairing the very cognitive abilities like memory and attention that we so desperately need. So whenever we're engaging our minds into checking our phones, we're creating a stress response that actually keeps us from the, the abilities that we need to focus on what's most important. Life is too short to worry about what people think who exist in a free app on your phone. A lot of times we're sitting there and we're looking through Instagram or we're looking through Twitter if you're still into that or Facebook or whatever. We're looking at the news on our phones and we think to ourselves, how can this be happening? Or we think 
how is she wearing that? Or, oh my gosh, they're dating now? Or, you know, we're getting into the latest drama or we're, we're, we're comparing ourselves to people. Like, how do they have so much money? How are they so successful? How do they have so many followers? Did they buy their followers? <laughs> you know, we go down this whole track in our mind and we're, we're making people's opinions, lives, comparisons so significant and they're living most of the time, we don't know these people, and they're living in a free app on our phone, and we're worried about how other people think of us, how many likes we get, how many comments we get, what our interaction is. And you know, I think it's interesting because a study in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships found that ignoring idiots increased the ignorer's intelligence and productivity. Now, idiots is not my word in this study, so if I say this, I'm just repeating what the study says. <laughs> the researchers examined 120 participants who were asked to talk with or ignore people who were instructed to be either friendly or offensive with the participants. The participants did not know which type of person that they would meet. Isn't that a lot like life? And after four minutes of interaction, each, each participant was given a thought exercise that required good concentration. The participants who ignored the offensive people performed better on the thought exercises than the participants who engaged with the offensive people. The researchers concluded that ignoring others during adverse social interactions conserves our mental resources. Interestingly enough, participants perform slightly better on the thought exercise if they talked with comparing to ignoring the friendly people. Further studies have shown that glossing over insignificant details and other distractions can actually enhance your communication and help coordinate group activities in a better manner. Now, I don't know about you, but I have met a lot of people in my life that I would, I guess, put into the category of, as the study says, an idiot <laughs> or someone who would distract me from what's most significant or important in my life. And it's sad to say that sometimes I've placed too much, too much significance on certain people or certain people's opinions or what people think about me than I should. And I want to leave you with this last thought. So David, even though he didn't have the body of a warrior, even though he wasn't as old as his brothers, even though he was a shepherd boy, he was practicing being a warrior in his mind and his heart. And you might be on the backfield. You might not be on the battlefield. You might not be in your dream job. You might not be in a dream relationship. You might even be in a place where you're like, where am I and what am I doing? And I can't find anything significant. But what I can tell you is that if you're focused on like Romans 8, 5 says, the things of the spirit, and your life is determined by the things of the spirit, your mind will intentionally focus on the things of the spirit and your life will be directed in that manner. But if you're focused on things of the flesh, your life will be directed by and consumed by things of the flesh. I don't wanna be the type of person that gives my time to unimportant or things that shouldn't even be worth my consideration. And I want to be a person who is focused on what is really great or important or worthy of my attention. I want to give my power and my authority and my thoughts and my emotions and my actions to things that are significant. So what that means is I have to focus on the giant. I have to focus on what's, in, what's most important that's in front of me. Not the arguments around me, not the insignificant small things that offend me or get on my nerves. And that means I need God's help. And that means you need God's help because we're all human and we're all flesh. So we have to tap into our spirit. So how do we do that? We ask God for help. So we're gonna do that right now. So maybe you're sitting there and you're listening to this and 
this fully applies to you and maybe you're listening to it and it will apply it will apply to you later on today or in the next couple weeks so i just want to pray for you today and myself because i want to be better i want to be able to focus on the big things and not let small things become big things i don't want to forget to activate my spirit or ask god for help in all things and I want to be able to be a warrior on the inside so that I can win against the giants in my life. And hopefully you do too. So let's pray. God, I just thank you for every single person that will listen to this podcast. And I just thank you that you know exactly what they're going through. You know exactly what they're going to face in their life. And God, I thank you that you have great plans for them, that you have greatness ahead of them. And I pray that we would be able to activate our spirit and focus on the things of the spirit, that we wouldn't get so caught up in the things of the flesh or what's going on today that we miss out on winning against the giants in life. God, I speak against any plans of the enemy, anything that he would try to do to come in and attack and distract us. And I just pray right now that you would meet each person where they're at today, that you would come in and and comfort them and bring them peace and and bring them joy. And I just pray that you would help them to focus on what's most important in their lives, that we wouldn't get caught up in the insignificant things, but God, you would help us to only give our power, to only give our authority, to only give our focus to the things that matter. God, I thank you for everything you're going to do through this, that that you're going to do miracles in all of our lives, that that we're going to be more mature, that we're going to be more focused, that we're going to be more intentional so that we can be more effective in your kingdom. God, we just thank you for everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for listening today, and I hope that that spoke to you. I know for me, it's a really real topic to talk about even today. So I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share it, and you can always follow me on my social media. It's just Keela Craft Ambrose on Instagram and everywhere. So hope you have a great day, and don't forget to love fiercely.